Hello, and welcome to the Generation 9-11 podcast. On September 9th, 2021, nearly 20 years to the day of September 11th, 2001, 700 attendees, the New York chapter of the United Federation of Teachers, and the law firm of Barish and McGarry, leading advocates for the 9-11 community, came together for an event to bring awareness to the 9-11 Victim Compensation Fund and World Trade Center Health Program. In this episode, we highlight Richie Alley's retired New York Fire Department Chief, 9-11 Advocate, and Director of 9-11 Community Affairs at Barish and McGarry. So, um, my background actually in the, in the fire department, I uh, was a battalion chief at the time of 9-11, so spent the better part of uh, nine months uh, in and out of that uh, toxic uh, dump. Uh, my uh, last uh, nine years of my career in the fire department, I represented the fire officers in the union as the legislative and political director, and was the, one of the original lobbyists for getting the law passed countless times uh, with uh, John Thiel and his crew representing my members. And uh, it's important that I, that I share this with you in that there was a tactic that we used because we were having so much trouble in Washington with elected representatives from across the country who seemed to think that the terrorists decided to attack New York City. And they didn't. They attacked America. Those shining symbols of democracy just happened to be in Manhattan. If they were in Dallas, Texas, they would have went there. So as these conditions were, were unfolding, the cancers and the respiratory illnesses, the expression, all politics is local, so if we had obstructionists in the state of Texas, let me just keep picking on Texas because they're in the news, we would contact the Texas state organization of, of police officers, firefighters, other first responders who we knew were sick. And that's how when we were Washington, we brought them down to meet their own representative. And one by one, they all fell in line. And as John said, back in 2010, when the law passed the first time, that's how it was done. And now, 20 years later, so we have this program, this phenomenal World Trade Center Health Program. And the reason why I shared that story about bringing the, the first responders and all politics is local, it accomplished getting the law passed, but it gave the perception to the over 300,000 other people that were exposed the forgotten community, the survivors. Because if this person, a survivor, happens to hear of the World Trade Center Health Program, they think it's for first responders. And the rest have no clue. So I really didn't come to grips with this until I began working uh, for Michael Barish at Barish and McGarry and realized, again, there's a population pool estimated of exposure of 450,000 people. You know how many people in the survivor community have registered for the World Trade Center Health Program? 7.5% of that population. So I applaud each and every one of you for being here. What are the benefits of being in the health program? The annual World Trade Center medical exam. Phenomenal, they do a lot of cancer screening. Prescription medical coverage, even if you have private insurance and you have prescription coverage, no one has full coverage. And if, God forbid, you come down with a cancer where there's chemo involved, these are all prescription. And it costs 
a lot of money. It can bankrupt families. The third reason is this isn't a New York program. It's a national program. So while you're in New York, obviously you're going to participate in a New York program. But if you decide to relocate to another part of the country, you transfer to the national program. And there are centers of excellence in all 50 states. Now, a couple of cancers that were, that were talked about today, prostate cancer and colon cancer. These cancers, unfortunately, have no warning signs. But there's a simple blood test for prostate cancer. They were doing it in the next room, a PSA. That simple thing can save lives. Colonoscopy for colon cancer, if it's age appropriate. This is covered by the World Trade Center Health Program. So as Shelly said, I had, I had skin cancer. Why is skin cancer the number one uh, cancer in the 9-11 community? Because the pH factor of the toxins that were circulating in the air that was supposed to be safe to breathe, but they were not, had the pH level the same as Drano, a product you would use in your kitchen sink. And if you got it on your hands while you're working in your kitchen, no big deal. But these toxins laid on, on people's bodies. So that's how it gets in, and skin cancer is the number one. I, fortunately, had a uh, non-melanoma skin cancer that was detected early. Everything that I see in the World Trade Center Health Program and in 9-11 communities about early detection and early treatment, because the cancers that get detected can be cancer on steroids. Stage two, stage three, stage four, at an early stage. That's not fairly common in the general uh, population. We have uh, young women who were uh, grammar school students, who are now clients, who are 27 and 28, 29 years old, dealing with breast cancer. Something that's unprecedented in the general population. I want to, I came across a couple of statistics that I really want to drive the point home. Because this, if this doesn't scare the living crap out of you and make you enroll in the World Trade Center Health Program, then I don't know what will. So 38% of Americans can expect to be diagnosed with a form of cancer. If you are a 9-11 community and were exposed, you have an additional 19 to 32% greater chance of coming down with cancer. Now cancer is insidious. It's inside your body. How do you know? You know how you know? You go for annual exams so that you know. Every time I talk to somebody and it's already too late, I ask them, were well, you going to the doctor? You know, when you got that first warning sign, if you did, did you go to the doctor? No, no. Those are the people that run into a problem. Don't be a statistic. Don't be one of them. Enroll in the Royal Chase Center Health Program. Your life depends on it, and your family depends on it. Don't be a statistic. So I gave you the reason for the uh, skin cancer uh, epidemic is because of the pH level. Well, uh, you know, I'm an Irish American, so I'm kind of used to uh, being exposed to the sun and having to take proper precaution. So most people believe, of 
course, and, and it is in the general uh, population, that uh, sun exposure, certainly a, a risk factor in, in skin cancer, but not in this because of the pH factor. So I'm gonna tell you a story of a uh, New York City uh, fire chief who uh, was uh, 50 years old at the time, uh, impeccable physical condition. He was a dark-skinned Italian gentleman, handsome as could be, I hate him. <laughs> Runs marathons, and he happened to develop a rash on his, uh, on his arm. So after hearing uh, my spiel about uh, you know getting a annual skin exam, so make that a bucket list item, he went to the dermatologist to check out his arm. Gets a full body skin exam, everything checked out, including the, the rash on his arm. It was you know nothing to be concerned about. But the doctor noticed a slight discoloration on the one of his fingernails. He didn't like it, went in, did a biopsy. The biopsy came back. Not only was it skin cancer, it was melanoma, the most aggressive form of skin cancer. They had to cut the tip of his finger off. He had to undergo some, some chemo because those cancer cells can get into your lymph node system and pop out somewhere else. But the moral of the story is he's back and in great shape. So that simple uh, trip to the dermatologist saved his life because he never would have gone if he didn't get that rash on his arm. So again, don't be a statistic. Enroll in the World Trade Center Health Program and make an appointment with your dermatologist for an annual skin exam. Your life depends on it. So many people have put off going to the doctor since the beginning of the pandemic. It's crucial not only to take care of your health by seeing your doctor regularly, but also to advocate for yourself if something is wrong. Like Richie says, don't be a statistic. And remember, if you lived, worked, or went to school in Lower Manhattan, south of Canal Street, any time between September 11, 2001 and May 30, 2002, you are eligible for the World Trade Center Health Program and possibly the Victim Compensation Fund. You can sign up for yourself or you can contact Barish and McGarry and they can help you through the process. Be sure to follow the podcast at Gen911Pod on Twitter to stay updated on any future episodes. You can listen to us wherever you find podcasts, and we'll see you next time.